0: You are listening to Her Time to Retire, a podcast dedicated to helping women gain the knowledge, confidence, and support they need to achieve financial success and emotional fulfillment when planning for retirement. If you are ready to finally take charge of your financial life, then keep listening. Your hosts are Glenn Price and Jonathan Scott. Founders of Keystone Financial Resources in Brentwood, Tennessee, both men specialize in crafting individualized retirement plans for women and have a passion for helping women discover and achieve their retirement goals. Glenn is a husband and father of four who was taught early in life, through his relationship with his grandmother, how a woman can not only take charge of her own destiny, but also positively influence the lives of her family and friends that surround her. Jonathan, husband and father of three, attributes his own success to the strong women in his life, including his wife Brooke and his mother Suzanne. Both men together want to help more women live out their dreams in retirement. As always, if you have retirement questions, their phone Lines are open at 615 661 or you can visit their website to browse information, view upcoming events, or subscribe to the Her Time to Retire weekly newsletter. Just visit www.keystonefinancialresources.com. Now relax and enjoy the conversation.
1: All right, welcome to Her Retirement Podcast, where we help women to learn how to take control of their finances and their destiny. I'm Jonathan Scott. I'm here with Glenn Price my long-term friend and business partner, and we're your host today and we'll be talking with our guest, Vicki Yates, and learn all about some of her viewpoints concerning retirement preparation from the perspective of a professional woman that's been in the broadcast business uh, for over 40 years. So when Vicki Yates brings you the news every night at 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. with News Channel 5, you're benefiting from more than three decades of experience and award-winning reports. In addition to her anchoring and reporting duties, Vicky co-hosts the an annual Children's Miracle Network Telethon, benefiting Vanderbilt's Children's Hospital, a testament to her community involvement on and off the air. She's won six Emmys for, among other reports, a mini-documentary called Bundles of Joy on multiple births, and a special news feature about the life of Olympian Wilma Rudolph and she's also been awarded for her news franchise, School Patrol. In 2011, Vicki was invited to the White House to visit Washington, D.C., and she interviewed President Barack Obama one-on-one. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you today, Vicky.
2: Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Well,
3: we got
1: a lot of questions for you today. Okay. We're going to jump right in. We
3: sure do. And, you know, one of the first questions that we'll we'll tackle is that we find, Jonathan, a lot of these women out there are wondering, you know, why are two men so motivated to teach and empower women to take control of their finances? And, you know, for, for me, it's the story around my grandmother, and for you, it was your mom. But, but also, we just, you know, after uh, working together as long as we have, we see that we've organically grown, in other words, all these women that we're working with. We've got a lot of single women women that are divorced, widow women. And so it just naturally they're surfacing and there's needs that are there. And Jonathan and I both are passionate about helping these ladies. So uh, we're excited to do this. And Vicki, again, we're so glad to have you here. So why don't we start out by talking about, you know, for you, I know mm-hmm. you said you were a single mom.
2: I was. Uh,
3: tell us a little about what that transition was like for you, sure. as a working woman and managing all of that and everything that comes with that.
2: Sure, I was. Um, I was married for eleven years. And during that time, I worked in several markets, so I was kind of, you'd go back and forth. And I've worked in Toledo, I've worked in Cincinnati, I've worked in Pittsburgh, and then I got the call to come to Nashville. But before that happened, I had my first child, my daughter, Tori, who I do my podcast with. And, well, one thing led to another, and her father and I divorced. I was now a single mom, because he was kind of not in the picture. Mm -hmm. And when that happens you think, okay, I'm responsible now. All of a sudden, it's not just the two of us. It's not just the three of us. It's just two of us, my mm-hmm. daughter and myself. Well, during this time, I found out I was pregnant. Even though we were on the outs, we were. I was pregnant and I was having twin sons. So oh, now wow. I'm having three children to take care of. And he, you know, I'm not going to speak badly of him because he's their dad and everything, but he was not into child support. He didn't believe that. He said, you make more money than I do. So why should I have to pay child support? Okay. Uh, And so basically, when I moved to Nashville, my sons were a year old, my daughter was three. And I knew that I was responsible for them. I couldn't yes. just say, well, what do I do now? I had to stop and think and make a plan for taking care of my family because I was the sole breadwinner. I was the mom, the dad, the breadwinner, the comedian, whatever they needed at the time. <laughs> that was the role I'd play. So that's kind of how things got started. I had to take a different spin on I can't just wait for him to tell me what it, what to do as far as, okay, this is what we're going to do financially or we're going to pay for this. I had to do it. And truthfully, I've always kind of had in my, in my background, my parents always told me, make sure that you take your own money, always have your own money, no matter what happens, Mm. even if you are married, make sure you've got a separate account, which served me well in that case. So I kind of knew I had to do something with my money and I knew I had to spread it around or or spread it out because I was now providing for four of us as opposed to just one.
1: So many people out there, know, empathize with that story, you know, we um, very, very similar story in my background, really uh, around my mother. And so, uh, unusual divorce. It wasn't like a lot of divorces. It was more like an abandonment. Oh, okay. And so just my father left, left all at once and was completely out of the picture. And so just watching my mom take on the role that you're talking about and watch her go from a homemaker to suddenly having to be gainfully employed sure. and the full breadwinner, um, really is is a lot of the motivation uh, that I have to be doing what I'm doing now, You know, just watching her have to take on that role and the struggles that were in and around it. So sure. during that time when you first transitioned into that role of primary breadwinner, um, as far as your monies that you were saving mm-hmm. back that one day you would do something with, at that <laughs> time, would you say that security was the was the biggest oh, role for
2: sure security was number one it wasn't about oh you know this is my going to be my retirement money one day I think I'll fly to you know Europe and, and stay there for several months that was like out of the window it was like okay I have to take care of three children at some point they're going to all have to go to college these are things that you have to take care of I want a home at that time I moved out of my home with my husband and we were living in an apartment. When I moved here, it was the first time I bought a home. I knew nothing about buying a home. I really didn't because my husband had kind of done that. When we were living uh, in Pittsburgh, he kind of made those decisions. And it's it's kind of a wake-up call when all of a sudden it's dropped in your lap. And I don't regret it at all, but it's a lot going on. And I understand why so many women out there now are like, I need someone to help me. I need, you know, tell me what to do. There are so many books you can buy now that tell women specifically what they need to do if they're in that position. Right. right.
3: And, you know, the important thing is, is 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 having a plan. Right. You know, you were really kind of thrown into that situation. Yeah. And uh, you were forced to come up with a plan. <laughs> exactly. But it was that plan, I would, I would uh, bet, that gave you that security. Um, you know, I can remember my grandparents, my my uh, parents divorced when I was just a, a, a little baby. So I lived with my dad and I was around my grandparents all the time. And so they were farmers. And when Paul got sick and passed away unexpectedly, oh. uh, then, you know, here's this, here's my Nana who had always been just this hero and very strong and secure. And, you know, I just saw a woman who was afraid, sure. and and her fear was linked to the fact that she didn't she didn't have a plan. She said, "You know, Glenn, we always thought we would get to retirement one day, uh, but we really didn't know who to call or what to do, and so we just kept doing the only thing we knew how to do, and that was just to farm. Sure, and, and they certainly weren't ready for the unexpected because Pa was in his uh, was my step grandparents. He was in his 60s. I mean, he was young. Oh, he was. And uh, and so to see her get thrown into that today that, you know, just like with Jonathan's story, that fuels our conviction of of telling these these, these women, you know, you've got to plan now. Sure. It's, it's paramount that you plan. And what we find every time is that once that plan is in place, and I would say you'd probably say this once you kind of established everything right. that you had to kind of do, uh, then the peace of mind and the clarity oh, of mind... Sure was, was, was there before. Uh, and, you know, and it's, it's all about the next right decision, right? Exactly.
2: You just don't, you want to make sure that you're doing the right thing for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And it's scary because you don't know for sure, because I'm not a really, you know, I know finances and I know I can balance my checkbook or whatever. But when you're talking about doing for your entire family and you're thinking 20 years down the road, you're not just thinking, okay, this year, we're, we're not going year to year to year. We're going, Way down the road, like 20 mm-hmm. years from now, right. what what's going to happen? So I think that it's it's something that most women it terrifies a lot of women because they have never had to do that. You know, they've mm-hmm. always maybe had a husband who did that, and I just want to tell women wake up. Right. I mm-hmm. do seriously. There are so many women. There are women I know who, truthfully, are in bad marriages, and they say, you know what? I don't know how to get out of it because. He's basically the the breadwinner and mm-hmm. if I leave, you know, then what happens to me? And that's a horrible position to be in when you want to leave or you know it's best for you or your family and you can't because you're afraid you of the finances. That's yeah. a horrible thing.
1: Yeah, so so much of what Glenn and I do is in talking to people about, you know, assigning purposes to their dollars. Right. Really knowing what's going on and what they'll use things with down the road. But, you know, it's it's just amazing to see um, and Glenn and I want to become such advocates and voices out there because of what we've seen, especially in the last decade or so. Sure. Coming through our doors and being able to say, okay, you know what? Ladies, you guys are seeing some unique things that us gentlemen aren't seeing. Okay? True. You know, right off the bat, unique things in retirement for ladies are that you outlive us. You know, <laughs> That's true. The statistics say right sure. now that 80% of men will die married. I mean, we can't live very long without somebody with us. You know, <laughs> taken <care> of us. <laughs> they, they got to be taken care of. So 80% of men are going to pass away married. But 80% of women die single. And that's, that's amazing. a real statistic. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's and amazing. so not only is traditionally these roles been where the male in the family might have been the primary breadwinner, mm-hmm. and the female took off years uh, to, you know, help raise the children sure. or maybe become a caretaker later to help take take care of a parent or something along those lines. That creates very unique issues in her life. Her Social Security often is the smaller one. Right. You know, we're looking at situations where uh, when he passes away, uh, she loses her Social Security altogether and just goes to one Social Security. The way the tax brackets are structured, she goes into a single taxpayer bracket And that's a higher bracket than the married filing jointly. Sure. Then she just lives longer. She needs more money because she's got more lifespan out there. You know, the average lifespan now you know one in four ladies is going to live beyond 90 years old right now
2: Did and you, know, you know I think what happens is women don't or people don't think oh I'll, I'm not going to live till 90 but people are living I mean every week we do stories from women who are she's 103 today yeah. <laughs> Vicky is living to 102 <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell
1: you right now I'm looking across <laughs> the table oh, you're Vicky's going to be 110 <laughs> I'm going to try my best <laughs> that's exactly right
3: well you know everything with with medicine and, and yeah. Just uh-huh. the being awareness of healthy foods, exactly uh, more than ever before. You know,
2: and exercise. And you exercise. know, everybody's exercising now.
3: Absolutely. And in the
2: fifties and sixties, that was sort of like unless you were watching Jack LaLanne or something. Right. I'm, I'm probably dating myself by mentioning him, but <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a little girl and watching him work out, and I'm like, why is he doing that?
1: Right. Right. So <laughs> beginning to purpose these monies and. In- when you talk about it, if I'm going to ask you right now, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about how Paramount Security uh, became to you, but I'm going to guess it's still a primary value right it now. It
2: is. It very much is. Have
1: you thought about it? Let, let's just say, okay, Vicki, you've been doing this for over 40 years. Right. And we know that retirement is coming sooner it than is. later. It sure is. Don't know when, but it, <laughs> I don't it's know got when, to but be coming. The, the future. <laughs> but. Have you thought about what it's going to feel like to not have a paycheck anymore?
2: I have, okay. and the only—not re- the only reason, but one of the reasons why I think about that is because I have friends who retired, mm-hmm. and I remember talking to a friend who had retired, and I, we had been talking about different things, and I said, "You know, what? How do you like retirement?" And she said, "I love retirement." She said, "But what I don't like is that every two weeks there's no deposit going mm-hmm. in." Yes, right. <laughs> and she said, "Other than that, retirement's great," and it—and it, and it kind of gave me reason to pause and think about it like, oh yeah, that's true. You know, I know that every two weeks I'm going to have money in the bank, but at a certain point I won't have that guaranteed amount coming in. And that's, that's understandable, but I want to plan for that now. And that's what I have been doing. Mm -hmm. I have a financial uh, planner who, who's been very helpful to me and he's, he's really helped me with the money as far as growing it. Mm -hmm. And that's important to me because A lot of times, it's not just you. I have a new granddaughter, and I'm thinking, suppose she wants to go to college. And granted, her parents should take care of that, but I would at least like to help exactly. as a grandparent. You know, mm-hmm. That's something I want to do. And thankfully, all of my kids are gainfully employed and making their own money, but you, know, you never know. You right. just want to be able to help. And I think as a, a woman of color in particular— we are very supportive of family members, and it's not just our immediate family. If cousin so-and-so in Oklahoma needs something, everybody gets the word mm-hmm. out, and we all contribute. Right. And so that's also important to me. I want to be able to help some of my relatives maybe mm-hmm. who just don't have it. And I know that's not my necessarily my job, but that's kind of like my cause, one of my causes.
3: Right. You know, it sounds like just listening to you, you mm-hmm. we talked uh, so many times uh, about values, right? And in building your financial plan, the really the foundation of that financial plan uh, would be your values. Sure. Uh, you know, making a difference in other people's lives, and you just said that. That's yeah. A, that's a core value is that you you want to be in a position to where you can give and not and not take. Exactly. And so, you know, it's so important, and it sounds like you've given a lot of thought to that. Oh, for sure. Uh, Can you speak to that for a minute?
2: Yeah. um, I I do have relatives who, I I have a really great job. I'm the first to admit it, and I make really good money. And I'm very grateful for that. I feel blessed. But I know there are a lot of people who don't. And I can't just, I can't do something that I think is sort of like, well, it's extravagant, and then see a family member who's suffering or struggling. That that just goes against my core. And so it's important to me that they know if you really do need something. I'm here for you, or we're here as a, as a group for you. That's just important. It, you have to have values. I think mm-hmm. if you don't have values, then you go down the wrong path, and you'll probably lose any money you have because you didn't have values. Yeah. You have to think about where your money's going. And, and not only that, where you, you're going. You know, Where are you going in the, when time comes and you're retired? What, what's going to happen to you? Yeah. And I think about that, but I try to think that, okay, if I'm smart with my money, I can do both can help myself and help others as well.
3: Well, you know, with, with COVID-19 uh, and, mm-hmm. and us being forced into isolation and just all that we've seen through this, that's one of the things that we keep, we keep preaching from the rooftop. You know, sure. if, if, if we've not learned anything that, you know, women need to know where, th- where things are financially, right. because even if, let's say they're married, and their husband gets sick and passes away. Right. You know what are they going to need to know about finances? Everything. Right. That's and for so, sure. Yeah. Hopefully the awareness of of this and and why it's so important to plan and to have a plan. Right. You know most people, as you as you said earlier, you know they don't think that far down the road, or they think, hey, I'm not going to live to be that right. age. You know, and the next thing you know, twenty years goes by. You know, and and, and, and here you are. Exactly. Uh, and well, it's, I'm still and here. It's, yeah, and it's a tragedy. <laughs> To see people who get to that place, and they've missed that opportunity. You know, it's sad for Jonathan and I. We see it all the time. Sure. I mean, there's people that come in that we can't help, right? Because they didn't take the time years ago to think ahead, exactly. right, and to begin to establish a plan. And it's and it's it's very real and it's very sad. Uh, you know, we all probably have family members that right. we, we see that, and so it's why it's so important to plan. And as you mentioned a moment ago, you were talking about,
1: uh, you know, you've been setting aside monies
2: for Mm -hmm. a long time. I had.
1: And growing those monies. And now, Glenn and I talk to folks all the time about, hey, you know, during the years of accumulation, you know, your focus has been on growth. Sure. But the closer you get to retirement is a time period when you really begin saying, okay, you know what, how exactly am I going to use these money? Right. How do we lay out? How do we begin planning? So exactly. Talk to me a little bit about uh, how your life's transitioning there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very careful about spending money. I paid my car off. My house is almost paid off. Uh, my I've got two credit cards. One is a debit card, which I use on a regular basis. The other one I only use if I, I need something really so i'm really careful about what i do i think too a lot of women and a lot of men too don't think about okay you know everything's going well i'm making good money this is going along i'm chugging or chugging on down the road and then you get sick mm-hmm. and then if you get sick that could take all of your money that yes. that's always in the back of my mind that you know something could happen that you weren't expecting and i mm-hmm. think that most of us don't think about that unless it's in our family unless someone in our families become ill and then you're like oh my gosh you know, he got sick and we had to use all of his insurance to pay this. And, you know, when he got out, there wasn't anything left. And so I think it's something that we all have to think about. It's yeah. it's not just for gratification. It's, it's going to be used in a number of ways and maybe some ways you hadn't thought about.
1: It's that unexpected. Yeah,
2: okay. exactly.
1: Yeah. So you guys uh, had talked about uh, a, a little bit about you know, knowing how things laid out and really having
2: your ducks right. in a row. Right. You have to have your ducks in a row. I've, I've talked to friends. I have relatives that I've talked to who are who will say, you know what, I don't know where our insurance papers are. I don't know how much we're supposed to get. I don't know how what he paid for that. How can you not know that? Right. You know, I, I do understand because when I was first married, when I was a young newlywed, it was sort of like, okay, whatever you want to do, we'll do it, you know. Not thinking I'm gonna to need to know some of this down the road. Right now, you know? right yeah, like away right now. You, exactly. You, you
1: ladies out there that are listening, you would not believe how common this is. Yeah. I have a physician that I'm beginning to work with right now. And just a just a story from last week. But she came in and she had five different four oh one K plans. Now this is a physician. Wow. Really nice
2: income. Sure.
1: She's very professional. She's under high demand from the hospitals. They've moved her around to different hospitals. That's why she's got these old qualified Exactly. Plans. But when we began to talk about what the amounts were in them and who the custodian was on them, she said, you know, I, I think I can get statements on a couple of them. There's, there's a couple of them where I probably have lost track of.
2: So what happens to that money? <laughs> yeah, and so
1: that money has been just sitting there rolling around, and she doesn't know exactly where it is. And so Glenn and I are like, you know, we've got to impress on ladies right now, even ladies that are, that are married, you know, oh, we, sure. we would say with COVID-19 and seeing what's happened right. in these cases, you know, you need to look at it and think about, Hey, if your husband were to pass away quickly, you know, let's say he right. gets sick and three weeks later, he's gone. Again, Do you well, know where everything is today? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be scrambling around saying, you know what? I, I really didn't know where that was. Right. I didn't know exactly how this was working we've got to encourage you ladies to take a very active role.
2: Right. I think for so for some women it's sort of like, oh, I don't want to, you know, deal with it. It's too much going on, but it's something you have to deal with. You know, nobody wants to sit down and kind of go through all of their papers and and make notations about how much you've got. But you have to because in, even if it's not for your family, it's for you. If something happens like I sit down the road you want to be prepared. You want to be able to get your hands on your own money. You don't want to have to wait in the hope a relative you know, kicks in some cash or something. You have to do it. Yes. But I just think that a lot of women have trouble with it because they've, they've never done it.
1: Well, and it seems like a daunting task, but that's the message we would send to you. That's sure. part of what Glenn and I do mm-hmm. for our clients on a regular basis. Right. In fact, we have a whole team of folks set up that do just that. So you don't have to take that task on on your own. We can sit down and help you with that, help you compile those things, help you put them together, get organized right. in your life. Because for many ladies out there, it'll be the first time they've ever done
2: it.
3: It will be. It'll be a brand yeah.
1: new exercise. Sure. But it's so important.
3: And and many times people think uh that it's it's difficult, it's it's just too complicated, it's too hard, and, and it's really not. You know, when when you simplify things and you right. just you know, you keep things, we talk about Three, you know, we know, hey, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Of course. And we talk about, you know, there's, you really only need three baskets. Your security basket, your retirement basket, and your dreams basket. And when you put the right things in the right basket, then it just makes for a, a, a retirement that's that's worthwhile, that's peaceful, that's, that's enjoyable uh, when those things are in place. And so we, we, we just try to communicate that to, to our clients. Hey, it's so important to think through this uh, because most people, when we come in, we'll ask them, do you have a financial plan? They'll say, sure. Well, can, can we see it? Sure. And they'll just show us their investment portfolio and that's all they've done. That's it. And I'm, and so uh, I'm sure you've learned that hey, there's a lot more too. You were talking <laughs> oh, yeah. about several things in your yeah. conversation that you had to start thinking about insurance, right? All these social things. security, you I know, mean, health you insurance, to, is health a, insurance is a, is a big concern. That's
2: right. I just think that a lot of times though, women think it, that's not what I'm supposed to do. I want some, it, it's uncomfortable, I think for women to do that sometimes, not all women, some women I know are just like on top of it, mm-hmm. but a lot of women, it's sort of like new territory. And I would think that you guys hear that a lot that you know well my husband's always done it or I'm just so bad with numbers and you know you kind of have to like snap out of it right (laughs) yeah and get with the program
1: right right so uh right now you know as we're kind of wrapping up uh if you had some wisdom that you would share out there with ladies that are in their 50s uh, they're working ladies working professionals right they're approaching time when they're beginning to think about retirement when will that be what will that look like what wisdom would you share with them?
2: I would tell them to look to the future, to know that there is a future that when you retire, think about, before you retire, think about what it is you want to do. There's nothing worse than retiring and then saying, oh, wait a minute, now what do I do? Because you've closed off a lot of doors when you do that. So I think, look, look to your future, know that you've got things that you can do now that will make your future a lot brighter. And if, it may be painful, it may be boring, it may be whatever adjective you want to use, but it's your money, mm-hmm. and it's up to you to take care of it. Don't expect anybody to come in and just say, look, I'll take over now. Even you two are helpful, but you can't take the, all of the, right. the put all of the weight on your shoulders. They have to do that. Right. So I think it's very important that we just kind of know that women are strong, you know. And when you're fearful mm-hmm. a lot, that makes you even stronger. If you think about you know what, when I retire, if I don't have any money, what do I do? And you start thinking, oh, man, what do I do? You'll get up off your butt and start looking at your papers.
3: Absolutely. And I would share, ladies
1: out there, that there's a lot to look forward to. Oh,
2: for sure. So,
1: you know, coming into this industry a little over a decade ago, you know, I came from another industry. And so it was the first time that I was around retirees. Okay. (laughs) And uh, getting to see how much fun – that a lot of these retirees are having right uh, gives me big dreams and goals and aspirations <laughs> as well personally. So I would share with you ladies, you know, I've got a 74 year old lady that uh, she retired, retired very well, but she had worked her way up, you know, was a, a blue collar worker for the majority of her, of her life. Sure. And, uh, but she saved money. She did well. And she goes on extreme kayaking trips and things like that, but <laughs> that always traveling. Right. You know, so many of our ladies are out there traveling, they're right. going worldwide, they're seeing all kinds of things they never got to see before. So as these ladies are preparing out there and looking ahead, right. I just want to encourage you from this side of the table, uh, It's there's a lot to look ahead to. There yeah,
3: is. And remember that, you know, money is just a tool. Money True. is just a tool to help you improve the quality of your life, right. and, if, and if and if you know if you ladies out there are if your money is not helping you live the life that you'd hope to live, then 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 there's some things that need to be reevaluated. So I'd challenge you to do that. Well, before we go, I, I'm just curious. You're talking about strong women, yeah? And and I was doing some uh, studying on you and and saw oh. you had a podcast, and there was I two do. very strong women, you and your daughter, <laughs> and <my> daughter. right? <laughs> So who's the strongest of the two? I don't
2: know. We go back and forth. <laughs> Tell
3: She's, us a little bit about what y'all are doing.
2: We are uh, doing, it's called Wild Wisdom Women. And basically, we decided to do something because whenever we go somewhere, people say, you guys have such a great relationship. And we just didn't think about it. We're like, oh, okay, great. Thank you. But it, it's a chance for a mom and daughter to talk about mm. things that are going on in the world and getting my perspective from my age and her perspective from her age. Mm-hmm. She's the wild and I'm the wisdom and we're the women. <laughs> that's that's, that's Love. fantastic that's fantastic
3: and so so to, to find that podcast
2: it's uh-huh right. it's on um, iTunes on Spotify and SoundCloud it's Wild Wisdom Women
3: Wild, Wild wisdom, wisdom Women yeah. well, <laughs> you ladies tune into that I promise you you won't be disappointed well I want to thank everyone out there who's been listening and, and thanks to to you Vicki thank you for, uh, for being me. a guest on our show today and uh and so how how they how can they reach you
2: you can reach me at vicky v-i-c-k-i yates at newschannel 5.com
3: fantastic and as always if you have questions about anything we discussed today we'd love to talk with you more have a great day
0: you have been listening to her time to retire with glenn price and jonathan scott Glenn and Jonathan would love to talk to you and answer any of your retirement questions. All listeners can take advantage of a free 15-minute consultation with Glenn and Jonathan, whether via a phone call, Zoom meeting, or in person. You can schedule your consultation by calling 615-661-9554 or by visiting our website at www.keystonefinancialresources.com. Thanks for listening. The opinions expressed by Keystone Financial Resources and guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC or BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Keystone Financial Resources are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.